You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello and welcome to another episode. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today I've got a special guest, Dr. Marisa Snyder. She is a functional practitioner. She's a best-selling author. She's actually authored seven different books. One of those awesome books is The Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils and her newest one, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. So today's episode, we're talking about how to balance hormones, uh, how it relates to essential oils, and just all aspects of holistic health and how she's just able to help transform women and how you can help transform your own health. So I don't want to take any more of our time because she's been featured on Dr. Oz, Fox News Health, Oprah Magazine, um, just all over the place. So let's hear from Dr. Marisa. So hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. We have Dr. Marisa Snyder with us today. So Dr. Marisa, how's it going today? It's going good. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for coming on today. I know you have a crazy, hectic schedule. I mean, Heck, you just literally came from running how many miles? I ran five miles. That's awesome. So I love it. You know, taking care of yourself, you practice what you preach. And so we're going to be talking about that today as well. And so I want to have everyone get a background of you, understand what your journey was and what led you towards working with women and becoming a best-selling author. And, you know, we actually went to school back in the day together um, in, in doctorate school. And I think you were just like leaving as I was coming in pretty much, but you still look younger than me. I don't know how you manage this. So we're going to learn these secrets from you today uh, so that our viewers can understand what they need to do. So yeah, tell us about your journey and, and what led you to where you are now. Yeah, just just pretty much. Well, if I take it back, if I take it way back, um, I when I was seven years old, I was in a serious, I basically had a ton of head trauma and that led to chronic migraine pain for over 15 years. And I was told by every doctor that I was going to simply have to live with this, live with chronic pain for the rest of my life. And I believed it for for a long time because it's the only paradigm that I knew. And my life like this, um, having to manage these migraines all the time and these headaches. But it wasn't until I was a biochemist. Um, I was a biochemist at a lab in Northern California. There was a woman there who had another fellow scientist who was convinced that I could get my migraines healed. And I thought she was crazy <laughs> because I had spent a good chunk of my life, most of my life, dealing with this without any any real solution. But it was on my way home from from the lab to my house because it was a 45-minute drive every day. And I went to this office and it was really a functional office. It was a functional practice. But at the time, this was back in 2002, 2003, I, it wasn't called that at the time. You know, I didn't, I didn't exactly know what kind of integrative office this was. I just know that it wasn't a medical office. They had acupuncture, they had upper cervical chiropractic, they had nutrition, they had all kinds of things going on there. And I did all the things. And three months later, I was migraine free and it was mind blowing. I mean, talk about having a transformation like that. I was like, what is this? 
what kind of healing is this and why don't I not know about it? And it shifted my entire paradigm about one, what I believed about the body's ability to heal and what, what, what was out there, what we were capable of really achieving when we tapped into natural remedies. And that completely shifted. I was actually off, off on my way towards medical school and I deviated um, off into another path basically into functional medicine. I wanted to focus on migraines. I wanted to focus on chronic pain. Um, but when I was in practice, um, two things were happening. One, I had a lot of women who were dealing with migraines, but mostly because of hormone issues. And a lot of these women were dealing with a lot of different types of you know, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, autoimmunity. I was seeing a lot of lifestyle conditions or lifestyle driven conditions. And at that time, I had driven myself into the ground over many, many years. And so around the same time that I was dealing with women who had chronic fatigue and were really not sure what was going on with their bodies, I was having those very same symptoms. And no matter who I asked, I don't know what it was about women's health care specifically or women's hormone, but we just didn't have a lot of information even about 10 years ago. And I remember going to the doctors and running a lab panel to see what was going on. And sure enough, everything was not looking good for me. But the thing that she recommended to me, this this OBGYN, was anti-anxiety medications and and birth control. That's those are the solutions she had for me. And I remember looking down at these prescriptions thinking, this I know this isn't the answer. Like this was never the answer. And I did and I never fulfilled those prescriptions, but I went and started digging really deep into the research around women's hormone health. I had to get myself right and I wanted to make sure I could take care of my patients. And that's what really led me down this path. In my research, what I've discovered over the last 10 years is that we have really sat aside women's hormone health care and women's health care in general. And it's it's a major concern that I've I've focused my efforts on. So it's been it has been my life's work for the last 10 years. And I've brought in all kinds of tools and modalities, um, including essential oils um, to help women get their bodies back on track. That's awesome. You know, it's amazing how life takes us in certain directions and how you know, certain things happen in our life that lead us towards helping a certain niche or a certain amount. But I mean, I, I don't feel that women's hormones is like a niche. It's like a, it's like a giant cavern. Like, I don't even like, a, I mean, there's just so much help that is needed out there. So I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. And then you mentioned essential oils. Like what drew you to becoming an expert, you know, in the world of essential oils? Absolutely. So about, about, I want to say three to four years later after I was, it took me two years to recover. I had horrible chronic fatigue. And when I completely depleted my cortisol levels, my immune system was shot. And it was the one thing that I wasn't recovering on. So I was getting sick anytime, anywhere between seven to 10 times a year. I, because we still had, you know, with treating all these amazing women, they had kids, they had families, they'd bring their kids in, especially their toddlers. And I just picked up, I was literally a receptacle for everything that came into the office. And so I was getting sick all the time and I was missing a lot of work. I was missing patient care. So I had a good friend of mine who had just gotten into oils and she had this blend and she actually happened to be visiting me. And she's like, every time I talk to you, you were always sick. And she's like, I'm over it. So I have, she said that she had this blend that would boost my immune system. And at this point in time, I would have done anything to not be sick anymore. So I was like, how do you use this stuff? I mean, I overused it. If I could have bathed in this oil blend, I would have done it. And I did not get sick for three and a half years after that. Do you know that I missed out on like 30 
colds and flus in that time. I mean, I, I, I did not miss one of those. And right. that when I, when I saw those results in the first three months, I remember looking at this bottle and I was like, what is in this? Like, is, are there antivirals in here? Like, what's the deal? So I went started to do research because that's the one thing. I'm such a bulldog at research. I'm such a fact finder. And I started doing research on oils. And lo and behold, there was a lot of research on their antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial properties. And we can actually track in a dark field microscope how these particular oils can stop the transcription of viral DNA into our own DNA. That's pretty awesome. You know, pretty it's like, awesome. you know, what you were talking about your story and just even knowing your story before I'm talking to you today is the, the same path that my wife went down when I first met her, right? She was getting the migraines all the time. She was getting colds and flus, sinus infections all the time. And just by applying these principles that you're talking about, um, the same outcome. So it's it's reproducible. It's not like, oh, Dr. Oh, Dr. Marisa, is, yeah. is she special? She did this. No, it's like, I couldn't repeat this. It's like, no, you've done it. My wife's done it. We've helped like th- between the two of us, thousands and thousands of patients yeah. do it. Um, it's amazing. Oh, there's so nothing unique about my story. There really isn't. I think the only thing that makes it a tiny bit, I wouldn't call it unique per se, but it was what drove me to be here today. It, it's, it's drove my life's work. Well, it's your path, right? Because everyone has their unique story. Absolutely. The principles stay true, right? The principles stay the same when it comes to our health, but the journey is, is unique. And that's what I love. And so uh, in your book, you know, the essential oils, um, hormone solution, why do essential oils play such a huge role in hormones? Absolutely. Well, the one thing I will say is essential oils are not hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they have a way. They're they're chemical mediators. It's very similar to what hormones do. And just like our emotions are chemical mediators in a lot of ways, like our molecules of emotions. It's so interesting that that emotions are really just ligands binding to receptors on cells. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating the way that the chemistry works in the body, and that's really what we're leveraging. We're just leveraging plant chemistry to help our bodies communicate better. So essential oils can be leveraged. The way that I think about them is that they are the super highway to creating the lifestyle and the self-care habits that we need to really heal the body. So often, all hormones really are are chemical messengers. And they're chemical messengers that are mediating our lifestyle, mediating what we do every day. If I'm running like a banshee over this way, guess what? My hormones have to follow. You know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, eating something super crazy, let's say it's a Twinkie, my hormones have to respond, right? My insulin levels, you know, so your hormones are constantly working with what you're doing. And lifestyle drives those so much. That's why I find that our hormones are the first alarm bell, the first thing to alarm to say, hey, something isn't right. Something isn't going on that's right in the body. We got to fix this. And that could be, you know, that could be brain fog. That could be fatigue. That could be mood swings. That could be um, insomnia. Like there's just a lot of things that our hormones are dictating. That could be body temperature, all these types of things that are going on. It's usually the first sign that something isn't right in the body, that there's inflammation in the body, that the hormones aren't working properly. And what I've learned, and I think you know this as well, I think this is all the things that we teach, right? Mm -hmm. Is that lifestyle, we have so much more control over how our bodies function. I, you know, for so many years, this is how I grew up. I feel like how we were brought up is that we relinquished our control over to doctors. We, we gave up our ability to really understand our bodies and to become the CEO of our health. But we have that, we have that ability. We have the propensity to bring back that power, to be empowered with lifestyle changes. 
the thing is, is that it's easy to not do those things as easy as it is to do them. And what Mm -hmm. I love about essential oils is that they help us make those lifestyle patterns, that self-care, so much easier. That's one way that they help to support hormones. Because if Mm -hmm. hormones are responding to the way that we're living, what we're putting on our bodies or how we're operating, how we're perceiving stress, if we can get some of that under control in terms of our environment, then we can really shift the way that our hormones are functioning inside of the body. The other way is that these oils are powerful in their chemistry, particularly inside of the limbic system. And we know that the limbic system is housing our hypothalamus and our pituitary gland, which is the hormone master system, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's like Houston for NASA <laughs> inside of the brain. And we can actually potentiate really powerful changes there. Like I know, let's say take for instance, lavender and bergamot, a citrus and a, a floral Those two oils, we've seen tons of research articles demonstrating that they can actually lower the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. They can can down-regulate that axis, and so we're not perceiving stress as as consistently as we would in a normal circumstance if we're using an oil like that. And, you know, an example is... I find women are, you know, women are a little bit more, I I don't know if it's because we're just handling a lot more. I'll give you an example. This morning, we had to get out the door to go to the gym. And I had to write the the check for the cleaners. I had to leave the can to the door. I had to do all the things, right? It was enough just to get my husband out of bed and dressed to get him to the gym. And I was, I was running the show, you know, (laughs) and it it was a little stressful (laughs) and I had to grab those oils and I had to use them because I was about to give him the business because he was not a team player this morning. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, you mentioned like lifestyle. That's huge. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. That's good. Anyway, the point, and I had an oil. I was able to bring it down. I was able to calm it down. I was, I was pretty lit up. I was like, you are not helping me. You're actually making my job harder. And you know, it's those moments. I call those clutch the pearls moments. We're just like, (gasps) I think you just created a new slogan, Sharon oil, save a life. Right. (laughs) So you mentioned lifestyles too. So what are some of the, the biggest lifestyle struggles that you see women face that are affecting their hormones? Absolutely. I think the biggest lifestyle struggle is that we've really just taken on so much. And I think, I think both men and women together have taken on so much. It's so interesting in this new world, you know, with technology, we can work as late as we like. I think a lot of it is just managing stresses all the time. I think the biggest lifestyle is, is, well, what I find in women, at least this was for me, is that I just constantly put everybody first. I was never on that list for any type of care. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't taking those moments to pause. I wasn't taking those moments to just reset. I was just, I was literally running through life like a bat out of hell. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you can only go so far for so long. And I think that's one of the biggest things I see is that we're just all running ourselves into the ground. We're just taking on too many priorities where we're not necessarily focusing on ourselves at all. So just having breaks in the day, having ways that you can manage stress throughout the day so that life just doesn't feel so overwhelming. I think that's one of the biggest things that we can really take away from when leveraging the use of oils. I think that's huge. And so, you know, stress plays as a mediator and the foundation of our health. You know, if people are doing all the right things, but they're still stressed out of their mind and they're not doing anything to help their body be resilient to that, they're just going to continue to struggle. And so, you know, where does it all start? Whether, whether it be a man or a woman, I think at the end of the day, our, our, you know, our physiology, our chemistry is, is the same, really. I mean, we have different peaks in certain areas, but where does it start for a person to get control of their body and their hormones? 
Absolutely. I think it starts, I think it's all about, it's, it's all about habits. It's all about, it's all about those self-care column habits, column rituals, whatever word works for you. Rituals don't seem as, I don't know what it is about habits. Like people are like, Ooh, I don't, I don't want that in my yeah. life. Um, a morning ritual. I think it starts in the morning. I think how you start your day is one of my favorite quotes is by Louise Hay is how you start your day is how you, how you live your life. And I thought about that. I remember reading that quote about five years ago, and I was like, oh, my goodness, my life is chaos <laughs> because that's how my day was. That's how my morning was. Uh, one of my favorite things that I say all the time is you can't green smoothie your way out of chronic stress because I tried. I would run out the door with a green smoothie in my hand, and I thought I was winning. But I had this underlying current, this this operating system, where I was just running at full tilt. And so I think starting your morning, gathering yourself, creating the day that you want to have, you're creating the life that you want to have. You know, the second that we get into our phones, the second that we get into our email, we are on somebody else's priority list. Mm-hmm. We we are we are acquiescing to other people's demands. So even if it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 25 minutes, having that time to yourself to, you know, drink a big glass of water with lemon, to make a matcha latte or a tea, um, to move your body. Maybe it's yoga or, or, or a quick walk with the dog, um, to the gratitude journal, to grab a couple of oils and kind of, kind of fire up the central nervous system to kind of boost those happy serotonin levels. Any citrus will do that. Wild orange or tangerine. I mean, you smell one of those oils and mm-hmm. you literally feel, um, you just feel happy. You feel more lit up. And so having those little things punctuated in your morning where you have control over what your day is going to look like, because at the end of the day, your day is going to be controlled by something, either randomness or or coffee flow or sugar flow or what you dedicated how that day is going to be. You know, I have an accountability partner that I text every single morning before 9 a.m. And I give her my two, my top three things that I'm going to do that day that is going to create my highest and best day. Mm. And then at 9 p.m., I text her again and let her know that I've done it. And it's such a profound thing to do because it really sets the tone for exactly what I want my day to look like and what I want to accomplish that day. That's awesome. So I think you just mentioned some of the, I'm assuming some of those things you mentioned earlier before that last piece were things that you do for your life. Is that what your routine looks like in the morning? Like you get up, you give gratitude. Can you just give us like, like the Reader's Digest version of what your morning looks like to get you going in the day? Absolutely. So first thing I do is I get an oil. Um, I have a blend right here. It's called Brave. And it's some of my favorite oils in this blend. It's wild orange, osmanthus, and cinnamon. Because cinnamon is the oil of courage. Mm. Um, And wild orange is the oil of abundance. Anyway, but it smells delectable. And I just love it. So I put my oils on out the gate. I go to the kitchen. We have a big Berkey filter. So I pour... Um, a big glass of water, like a 20-ounce glass of water. I mm. grab, we have Meyer, Meyer lemons. I squeeze a half a lemon in there. Um, sometimes I add a drop of ginger oil. And then I get, I get the, 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 we have a really sexy espresso machine. But I <laughs> use that to make my matcha lattes. I have, so I, I make a matcha mm. latte and we have this amazing cinnamon. So I have this matcha latte with a little bit of cinnamon. And Which if people are wondering what that is, they can read one of your books because you have a book on matcha latte. Yes. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> called the matcha miracle. But matcha is this such a great antioxidant, chlorophyll driven. It's just it's it and it has L-theanine in it as well, so it gets your brain functioning at peak capacity. And then I have this journal called the Speed Dial the Universe Journal, and it is the most incredible journal in the world. It, the first part of it is is setting your um, all of your gratitude, like what you're grateful for, um, what's the feeling you want to feel that day, your six big rocks, and then then it's all about manifesting your life. So what basically you're thanking the universe for your life looking the way that you want it to look, whatever it is, signing the next big book deal, getting on stage at Paleo Effect, speaking in front of ten thousand people this this year, whatever it is. I don't even want a pie in the sky. Yeah. You just get a you get to make it up, put it up, um, then. I, I make my, I have a green smoothie that I make every morning as well. Cause I'm still drinking green smoothies. I'm just not yes. living in chronic stress nice. <laughs> um, or a green juice. Today it's a green juice as you can see right here. Yes. And then I go work out in the morning. So that is my, that is my morning ritual in a nutshell. I do nice. all of that before I get to work and I am hyper productive. So it's not like that morning time away from what I'm about to get into is keeping me from my my life's work. If anything, it gets me super clear on exactly what I'm going to do. I read a little bit too some, some mornings. I definitely read at least 30 minutes a day, either personal development or something on health and wellness. I'm reading a book. It's right there. I can see it called Doing Harm by Maya Doonesbury. And it's all about how the medical system has, has been lazy and mm-hmm. has literally misdiagnosed a lot of women's healthcare issues. And there's a whole gamut of research that demonstrates that we've put women's healthcare to the wayside for, for over a century. So I'm reading that book right now because I'm actually interviewing her on my podcast next week. So I'm reading that. So those are just the things that I'm doing in the morning to get ready mm-hmm. for the day. And then I, I text my accountability partner and then I'm off to the races. That's awesome. Setting yourself up for success. You know, it's like whatever works for you, just have that routine. You know, it's like anything in our life, whether it's in our finances or relationships, like we just have that routine, that that process that helps us be successful in those areas. And I think that's amazing. And so, you know, if you had, I'm going to ask you kind of a random question, but if you were stuck on a remote island somewhere or you're just traveling, what are your, like your go-to oils that you want to have with you at any one time? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Do I have like can I have as many as I want? Do well, I, I mean, we only have 24 minutes on this segment, but, <laughs> but maybe like your top five or 10. Absolutely. So I always have to have a citrus oil, like a wild orange or a tan drink. So it's such a mood booster. We always have peppermint. We always have to have peppermint. We were just in Mexico. We'll be in Europe in a couple of weeks. Um, peppermint is, there's a million things to do with peppermint oil, including waking yourself up, um, it's great for allergies. It's great for respiratory. It's even great for boosting mitochondrial function. I love peppermint. Mm-hmm. Lavender, because of bug bites, sunburns, all kinds of things. Lavender is like a jack of all trades, very similar to peppermint. Um, frankincense. And then if I had mood oils, it would be, I love jasmine and rose. Those would be two big heavy hitters that I travel with a lot. Mm. So those would be my big ones. Nice. And then some, and then peppermint for digestive. But sometimes I usually have a digestive blend on me as well. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, that's the... Very similar to what my wife and I travel with. We have like our little pack that we carry and, you know, you always got to go to them. You never know when you're going to need them for sure. So what are you doing right now to currently focusing on helping empower women in their health, um, just be the best version of themselves? 
It's a great. So the one, the big thing I do every single week, I mean, just like your podcast, I have my podcast runs twice a week. That's the big way that I'm educating women. That podcast is, is specifically geared towards women, helping women become the CEO of their health. Not to say that there isn't information there for men. There definitely is, but it's really geared towards women. Absolutely. Um, so I'm in basically continuing to create content. I mean, that's the big thing is I'm, I'm constantly researching and figuring out. I find that there's a lot of people out there who just don't have a lot of clarity on what is going on with their bodies. And I feel like the more educated and empowered we can be about what's happening with our bodies, the better choices that we can make to get our bodies back on track. So that's a, that's a big mission for me. Like I have an episode coming out next week and it's a lot of understanding exactly the biochemical processes of what's going on during perimenopause because so many women are in this limbo period of perimenopause and literally have absolutely no idea what's going on. And because mm-hmm. of that lack of understanding and that misinformation, they don't know how to take, they don't know all the best steps to take care of their bodies. And so that was an episode that took me about seven hours to research and write. Wow. Um, and I'm really excited for it. Yes. Anytime I do my own personal episodes, it's, it's a five to six hour minimum process. That's awesome. I mean, you I care. Get it right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're delivering, you're, like you said, you're delivering the content, you're delivering results. And so last question I want to ask you here is, and I ask this to every one of my, my guests is what does reaching your fullest potential mean to you? What is reaching your fullest potential? I think reaching your fullest potential is is having a vision, having a mission, having having a why that is so much bigger than yourself that no matter what happens, you know, the days we're gonna we're gonna fall down. I mean, who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Failure is imminent when we're we're building that. But that no matter what, you are every single day you are pushing towards that massive why, that big mission that you're here on this earth for. I would say that is reaching for your full potential. I love it. Great answer. Well, Dr. Marisa, we appreciate having you on here today and thank you for sharing all the knowledge you have. And we'll make sure we post all of your um, websites on there. So it's it's Dr. MarisaSnyder.com, right? Is um, is that where you want to go? Yeah, it's drmarisa.com. drmarisa.com. Yeah, Dr. I was like, is that my website? Yeah, it's drmarisa.com. C-R-M-A-R-I-C-A. And the podcast is called The Essentially You Podcast. And the book, which I know we didn't talk too, too much about, but the book is everywhere books are sold. It was the number one health book in the nation in February. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm just really that's excited awesome. about Yeah, that. congratulations. Again, the book is The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. Yeah. Correct? Okay, awesome. So we'll make sure we post those all on the podcast uh, show notes and make sure you guys have resources to those as well. So get out there, check that out. Um, just a, a plethora of knowledge uh, with Dr. Marisa. So um, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.